being that I am recording this podcast right now at my place of employment, I just want to let you know you are going to hear the sound of 16 wheeler trucks driving in the distance. If you hear the sound of a crackhead's um, 2005 purchased Nike Air Forces hopping over a fence and you hear me opening the car door, hopping out with my 45 and drawing out on them, then you just, I'm just letting you know some shit might go down because I'm in a, working in a very, very dangerous area right now. I do security, top five security in the world, correct? But um, we should be good for right now, hopefully. Knock on wood. What is going on with y'all? How y'all doing? What's up for the podcast? What's up for the new audience we got out here? Shout out to the love and reception. Muchísimo amor. Para el amor. And the reception I got from that Duolingo episode. Shout out to all the DMs I've gotten from every single one of y'all letting me know how you're really enjoying the vibe, you really enjoying the mood. Specifically from Karina. Shout out to Karina Sosa. I want to give much love to her. Um, she hit me up and asked me personally um, if I could interview some more people who, like Maracuya La Vida, well, not my, like Maracuya La Vida, but for, like some people who learned Spanish or learned to speak Spanish by proxy of their spouse or learn to speak their target language or their second or third language by proxy of marrying somebody outside of their culture. I actually have a cousin named Amber. I'm going to try to see if I can get her on the podcast. She has a very interesting story. She actually married a guy from España, from from Spain. She spoke Spanish prior to marrying him, but I think it'd be interesting just to have her on the podcast and talk about the cultural differences and et cetera, et cetera, and like how it was for her learning a language, et cetera, et cetera. Especially being that she lives in South Carolina. I didn't even know Mexicans was deep like that in South Carolina until me and her started uh, really connecting. But um, anyway, neither here nor there. Can language learning be fun? Can you make the art of learning how to say, ¿Cómo está? ¿Cómo le va? Si puede darme una práctica de Nacho con el por favor. Is there a way to make that process something enjoyable and not some shit that when your ass was going to ninth or 10th grade in Jesse Belta High School or uh, Monterey Trail High School in Elk Grove, California, you was like, God damn it, if this white woman don't treat, keep trying to explain to me how to say taco, is there a way to make this a fun process? There is. There is. I am extremely, extremely stomped down believer of the idea that in order to learn a language, you have to make the process as enjoyable as possible on all fronts, on all fucking fronts. I think the issue with a lot of us is when it comes, like a lot of people say it's hard to learn Spanish. Me and this Mexican guy, we had this um, discussion a few days ago. Um, and shout out to him. Nigga told me. Um, nigga told me he his job. He he plants uh, um, fake grass in in golfs in golf courses. I had never heard of a job like that before. But I'm assuming he made pretty money, good money, because his wife was fine. But anyway, he was telling me how hard it was to learn English. And like I told him, bro, it's not that English is hard to learn. It's not that Spanish is hard to learn. I don't think learning any language is necessarily that hard unless the language is from a language that's very far from your language family. But I think the issue is the traditional ways that we were taught to learn languages are just not enjoyable. They're not mentally stimulated. 
there would be never be a day in fucking life that you would, instead of playing God of War 5 Ragnarok, you would want to learn Spanish by sitting in front of a, a, a woman who barely speaks Spanish or goddamn self in a classroom telling you how to say, uh, usted y tú. Like, it just comes off, it's just boring, bro. So, what I will tell you, first off, let me, let me, let me, I'm going to play some audio for you. Let's, let's start with this first. I have two little audio clips here. I'm gonna play the Spanish version first. The Spanish version is a Spanish version. The, the audio itself, in its essence, is initially English. It's an English film, African-American film to be specific. A very, very popular, very, very popular. If you are African-American and you and your, if your mama and your daddy met at a house party in the 1990s while Gin and Juice was playing, then you for surely, for surely, for surely are familiar with this movie. But let me play the Spanish version first, then I'm gonna play the English version. So, let's go ahead and get this cracked up and get my soundboard ready. I gotta get ready with these soundboards. Llévenme a la cárcel! Llévenme a la cárcel! Enciérrenme! Enciérrenme! Pierdan la llave! Pierdan la llave! No le temo a coger con hombres! ¿Pero qué dices? Este negro está loco. No, yo, yo me largo de aquí. Está solo en eso, hermano. Oigan, 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 vamos, amigos. Jamás han estado en la ducha con un hombre y pues... Viendo la espuma que escurre por la raja de su culo y pues... Por el rayo de su culo, pues. So, um... I'm gonna ask y'all. I guess, um... Do any of you guys have any clue what film that's from? Got any clue, any idea, any guesses out there? Now, I'm going to play the original, the original version of that clip in English. And I think if this is, I'm assuming 80% of my audience is African-American. And most of y'all, especially if you were born in the 90s, when you hear this shit, you're going to be like, oh, bro, are you serious? So I'm going to play it now. Bro, let me tell you something. That is a classic film. You know the funny thing about it? I didn't watch that film till I was like 17 or 18 years old. Like, I got put on that film late. Like, if you was born, the, most films in the 90s, truth be told, it wasn't like I grew up watching all of them as a kid, but as I got older, my teen years, I kind of got onto them. So, anyway, that was a scene from Don't Be a Minister Society While Drinking Your Juice in the Herd, a very classic film in African-American culture. Bring it up because what I never knew until I started really getting deep into Spanish, Portuguese even, is that a lot of the films in America, not just the regular shit with The Rock or Avengers or Thanos, all that other shit that of course is going to be translated and dubbed, a lot of those films are played in different countries with Spanish and or the equivalent to whatever the people of that country speak versions of it translated. 
I did not know that there were so many films and TV shows out there from African-American culture that are translated in different countries, that are dubbed in different countries. And it's interesting because we can have this conversation another day about how many other Afro-diasporic groups in Latin American countries kind of to a certain extent look up to black people be it in music and be it in movie because they used to have to watch our content to see some kind of representation of themselves. That's why when I listen to dudes like for say for example the um the Spanish drill homies out there in España, los niños de los africanos allá que viven allá, pues se crecen allá en español, pero sus padres vienen de de África Oeste. With them, a lot of them listen to Lil Baby, they listen to Drake, they listen to Kendrick Lamar because they like to see themselves represented. But I bring it up to first. One of the ways to really, really, really kind of get like have fun with Spanish and have fun with learning any language is watching or enjoying content that you already know in your language, but you watch in the Spanish or English, the Spanish or whatever your target language version of it is. And that's one way to do it. I watched Don't Be a Menace to Society. When I was learning Spanish, I used to watch, bro, I grew up on The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. I love SpongeBob SquarePants. I love Fairly Odd Parents. All three of those shows I used to watch in Spanish every fucking day, at least three hours a day. At least three hours a day. Because sometimes the dub, now granted, sometimes the humor can lose itself. And depending on what your level of Spanish is, that plays a really big factor. I think you should at least be, at least be, I would say, high beginner. High beginner to me is when you know the vowels, you know the alphabet, you know the vowels, alphabet. You can make out the sounds of certain words, but you might not necessarily be 100%. You should at least be that processing it. The reason why I say that is because, see, one thing about Spanish about language learning in any, in any general, you have to immerse yourself. If you want to learn a language, if you want to learn anything, you have to immerse yourself. You have to train your brain. You have to train your brain to think and just live in this world. Not even train, that sounds weird. You have to immerse yourself in it. You have to like inhabit this world. And one of the way and one of the ways you can do that is indeed by listening to the versions of the uh dubbed versions of the um of your favorite shows and movies you can find a lot of this on youtube if you go on youtube right now and tap in spongebob squarepants in espanol or spanish there's thousands of episodes of it in spanish simpsons in spanish thousands of episodes of it in spanish family got thousands of episodes in spanish on youtube any uh if you like anime hey nigga i grew up on your yu haka show Thousands of episodes of it in Spanish, like thousands. YouTube is one. Of, YouTube and TikTok are some of the best ways or methods you can use to help learn help learn Spanish. And I bring this up because I tell people this all the time. You have to make this as fun as possible. You just got to make it fun, bro. Because this is fun. Understand Spanish. L- listen, learning a language is fun. It is fun to open up your brain open up your brain to just it's just it's fun bro but you have to make it fun and I think the way is like Duolingo which you know a lot of my audience you guys are very well aware of how I feel about Duolingo um Duol- you gotta just make it as a fun a process as possible bro 
Like, Duolingo does not make it fun. Going to classrooms does not. I'm going to tell you the only time I've seen going to classrooms making uh, language learning fun in classrooms is when we had conversation clubs in college. Conversation clubs in college were when, so in essence what that was is you'd have all these different kids from different cultures. They would meet up like in the um, in the ASU home, uh, home hall, I forgot what we used to call it, and they would meet there and just have conversations. And it used to be dope, but we used to have just such fun, just fun, 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 fun conversations, bro. Like, just fun. Like, it was just a very good time. And um, I'll say, I'll say it just was fun just connecting with people. A lot of relationships started there. Just keeping it real. A lot of saw a lot of Brazilian and Chinese relationships there. A lot of black and Brazilian relationships start there through conversation clubs. You know, I think we can have that conversation too, because I um this would be an interesting conversation. So there are a lot of guys who have told me, and I get a lot of it never fails. When I meet when a black dude stopped me in the street or he see me uh speaking Spanish to somebody, he's like, bro, I know you be fucking hella Mexican bitches with that shit. I know you be fucking hella Mexicans with that shit, bro. That I know, bro, you a tall, dark, pretty nigga too? Bro, I know, I know hella Mexican bitches fuck with you. So let me just clarify this. You solely speaking Spanish or whatever your target language is, is not going to get you pussy just off the rip. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. Now, what it does do, what it, what, what, what speaking, what, what, this is what speaking a second language or a third language does in terms of talking to women. What it does do is it opens doors for you to make certain connections with certain people that you wouldn't have been able to. So, for example, that Guatemalan girl or that El Salvadoran girl or that Mexican girl that might have thought she were cute, but in her brain, she would have never thought there'd be a way for you and her to talk because she don't speak Spanish and she probably didn't know you speak Spanish. Well, if you go approach her and you speak Spanish, it's like, oh, shit. Okay, well, fuck it. Hey, okay, let's, hey, cute too. Fuck it. Hey, listen, that's the ice on the cake. Like, then, yeah, it opens doors a little bit more. But if it's a situation where okay, yeah, you speak Spanish, okay, yeah, you speak French, and the girl might be from Martinique or Guadalupe or Belize or Honduras or Mexico, and she thinks that's cool, but she don't think you're attractive, no, bro, it's not gonna help. It's not, it's not, it's not like, Spanish is not going, in other words, Spanish ain't gonna make you from ugly to cute. That is not, Spanish is a beautiful language, but it is not that fucking powerful. It can't do that now. It's not gonna do that for you. Uh, we can have a deeper conference. No, let's not, we, we talking about. Let's talk about it. Like it's not gonna. It's not gonna make you. Um, it's not gonna. It's not gonna do that for you. For me personally, I'll be real with you. From my personal experience, did, did uh, dating uh, Mexican girls. Spanish to me, unless I was talking to a girl who was just really extremely um, paisana, paisa, and didn't speak English. It really was kind of like a secondary thing. Like, if a girl thinks you're cute, but she thinks you're cute. Like, there's no, there's no, um, at least in my situation, because, you know, that just how I roll. Like, if, if, if she thinks she's cute and she want to mess with you, she want to mess with you, bro. Like, you know, you, because, and then there's a, sometimes, there's a lot of girls who will still talk to you and know, and not be able to speak English or, and still like you, you know, I've had that too sometimes. So, um, you know, if a girl's attracted to you, she's attracted to you. Um, I think the, the, the interesting thing about Spanish, what it does for me is it just opens doors. It opens my doors. It opens doors for, it opens doors for deeper conversations about certain topics. And then it opens, it reveals worlds to you that you didn't know exist. It reveals, 
it opens up the funnest part. I know for a lot of people, this is the the worst part about learning Spanish. But the funnest part to me is having conversations with people in real life because I'm fascinated by people. So for me, the fun, bouncing back to our part, my point about making it fun. To me, the fun part is being able to talk to somebody and get a perspective about life and just experiences that I never knew. Like, um, I just it's just it's just different, bro. You know, this is my personal opinion. Um, there are a lot of other ways outside of outside of um of learning um outside of watching your favorite films and watching your favorite TV shows that you can use to make language learning fun. So one other way I do is I read. I read a lot. I naturally like to read in English a lot. Like I grew up reading Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I'm a very big fan of Holly Black's works. I'm a really big fan of Julie Kagawa, Shaza Hurt, fellow Sacramento native. So naturally, it just was natural for me to, with Spanish or Portuguese, read those same books, but read them in, in, in Spanish or in Portuguese. And next episode, if I don't have Amber on, we'll have a conversation about um, reading and, and language learning because I feel like that's a really big topic too. But the overall goal is you just want to immerse yourself in Spanish in a way that is fun to you. That naturally, because you naturally will do something that is fun to you a lot more. You will not to participate in something that you find entertaining, something that you find enjoyable a lot more. I don't like watching football, so naturally I don't know nothing about fucking football. I know because I'm a big height and I'm pretty I'm not buff. I'm pretty I'm kind of buff. I know people look at me and think like I'm gonna know everything. Oh, you play football in high school, but it's not it's not that, it's just that I'm I I don't I'm yeah, I don't know nothing about football because it doesn't interest me. But I know a lot about different cultures because that interests me just by proxy of it. So remember, remember that whatever you enjoy the most, you're naturally going to gravitate to and learn more about that subject and more about that topic. Um, some ways I would say to the common person, what I would think about is, I would guess to top off this episode, what I would say to you guys is, one, you have to, what, to anybody out there, if you're in the beginning stages of learning Spanish or in the intermediate stages of learning Spanish or any language, what I would tell you is think about all the activities or just recreational programming you like to watch, you like to listen to, be it music, be it TV shows, be it vlogs, be it cooking shows, be it nail, uh, be it... Um, watching nail tutorials, uh, be it watching boxing tutorials, be it watching unboxing, like if you're a little kid and you like watching unboxing of toys, I bring all that up because there is a Spanish, French, Portuguese, Creole, goddamn evil equivalent to every fucking thing you're thinking of. I didn't know that until I started learning languages, bro. When you go on YouTube, when you go on TikTok, whatever you could think of, there's some equivalent for it in Portuguese, in Spanish, in English that you could find. And truth be told, you would enjoy watching it. Hey, listen, I love ghetto shit. I love watching ghetto shit. Ain't nothing funnier in the fucking world than watching ghetto shit in Spanish. Oh, I love it. 
Oh, I love that shit. When I watch the motherfuckers out there in Republic Dominicana, out there in Honduras, when the motherfuckers be out there fighting, ain't nothing funny to see a motherfucker out there in Honduras and Belize interviewing people with a microphone and the same ignorant shit that a street in, in Detroit would say, a motherfucker would say that same ignorant ass shit in Spanish. Oh, that shit, oh, that shit warms my soul. So I bring that up to say this. You can find that in Spanish, bro, and it's just fun, bro. Um... Any of you guys out there who want some more uh, recommendations for content, for more ideas that I can recommend as far as like content or programs or TV shows or just music even that you would like to listen to and that would help you kind of enjoy the process of Spanish more, that would help you immerse yourself more in Spanish, hit me up and let me know. You know, this is going to be a short episode because, like I said, I am in my place of employment right now, so I can't talk too long. But much love and peace to all of y'all. Next episode, I'm going to try to have my cousin Amber on. And if not, I'm going to try to see if I can, um, we'll just do an episode talking about reading, because I think reading is a really big topic in language learning. So, muchísimo para cada uno de ustedes, en que ustedes le pasen buen día.